Hello everyone, welcome to Bible study and I apologize I've been away for a few weeks but we're going to be having an awesome time. The Holy Spirit has been teaching me and showing me a lot about the first recorded child of the covenant who walked in the marketplace and earned a salary. So if you are somebody who doesn't own your own business but walks in the marketplace with other people, this is a Bible study you do not want to miss. So get your Bible, your concordance, your dictionary, your Google, like I always say, your pen, your nice um, study book, and find a quiet place with your cup of coffee, your water, your soda, whatever it is that you like to drink. We are going to the time of agriculture, cattle, sheep, structures, kingdoms, and cities far from each other. And we're going to be looking at a very, very interesting man of the covenant join with me and turn your bibles to genesis chapter 29 from verse 1 to 13 i will repeat genesis chapter 29 verse 1 to 13 so i will be stopping uh, i usually try to conclude different parts you know of the bible as i read along but i think today because of the level of intuition in this i will take it you know quick slowly and we'll stop at 15 minutes on the dot um, and continue from wherever we stop i hope that's okay with everybody so that's where we are so genesis chapter 29 and prior to this in chapter 28 um 27 28 uh, we start the story of jacob and esau grandchildren of father abraham children of isaac carriers of the promise and a lot has gone down in that family um, and Jacob has received the blessing that was his because his brother uh, did not value the intangible so he thought the tangible which was what he could see feel and touch was more important than the untangible which were the covenant or the promise which was just words according to him from his father but that is not even our study for today because that, believe me, is, a, is another whole new ball game when it comes to Bible study. But we're going to be talking about Jacob and his journey working in the marketplace. This is the first time in the Bible that they mention somebody earning a salary. So somebody, a child of the promise, enters into the marketplace in the life of Jacob to earn a salary. And the Lord has magnanimously recorded this for us in the book of Genesis. So join me as we study Jacob. Now, Jacob started and, and moved from his father's house. And verse 28 tells us, chapter 28, sorry, tells us how he went with nothing but the covenant of God. He went with intangibles. What do I mean by intangibles? He went with a promise from his father, a declaration of blessings from his father that says your smell is the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. Therefore, God will give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, plenty of corn and wine. Nations will bow before your contemporaries will submit to you. Your father's children will submit to you. You know, he said he had that promise from his father. Blessed is everyone that blesses you and cursed is everyone that curses you. That Those were words. They, did, they were not physical goods. And then 
in chapter 28, he has an encounter with the Almighty God because he sleeps at Bethel, where his grandfather had built an altar many years before. We don't even have time to unpack what that means, that he was at the place of the altar building by his grandfather. And he had an encounter with God at a place where his grandfather had built a place of prayer. So he literally stumbled into his grandfather's secret place. And in my culture, they would say blood smells. And God came down to say, I smell the ancestral blood of my wonderful servant Abraham and had a covenant, an encounter with Jacob and reminded Jacob that once again, an intangible God that you cannot see or feel or touch is behind you as you go forth. And this is the journey that we step into. So Jacob with just the clothes on his back, just the clothes on his back, walks into this land in the east. That is what it is called. And in the realm of the spirit, Jacob is carrying a promise from God and a declaration based on a covenant with God from his father. That is all he is carrying. Now, if you looked at Jacob at that time, you would never have thought that Jacob would amount to anything. He didn't look it. He didn't have it. And except you were spiritually discerning, <laughs> which means you could discern what goes on in the realm of the spirit, you would never have thought Jacob would amount to anything. So God, our God, is teaching us today that as a believer, as a child of God, you carry into the marketplace intangible, non-physical blessings. That you can walk into an organization not knowing anybody, not having any connections, but having a word that God has given you, a promise from God, and literally turn that place upside down. And over the course, course of this study, we will see the power of the promise and the covenant upon every believer who walks on the someone in the marketplace. So, now, we go into Jacob, entering into this new land. You know, this new marketplace, this new space, right? And we could akin that to you just stepping into a new job in a new organization. Or stepping into a new company. And, um, you know, he gets to this, to, this, to this place where they get water for the sheep. So, literally, he gets to this place where the raw material required for maximum production was being dispersed. That's the water is being given out in a particular pattern. It's, and this pattern is that in this current season, that water is being given in blocks of time. Right? And the people are used to this system. This system of giving water in blocks of time. You see, the Bible says in verse 2, if you're reading it with me, I hope you have your Bible. It says, a large stone was at the well's mouth. All the flock were gathered there, verse 3. And at a particular time, they would roll away the stone from the well's mouth, water the flock, and put the stone back. You understand? So there was a system in place already for production. There was a system for dispersing of raw materials. But Jacob gets into this marketplace and asks, and, and immediately he asks, a question in verse 7. He says, look, it is still high day. It is not time for the cattle to be gathered. Water the sheep and go and feed them. Which means he was saying to them, 
I know that the process, production process, is a particular way. But Jacob immediately saw a way to improve the process of production. And he immediately said, he saw it immediately. The people that were there didn't see it, but he saw it immediately. Lesson one, as a believer, as you go into your different spheres from the different seven mountains, expect God to show you creative solutions to enhance the productivity of doing business wherever you are. Whether you are in finance or you are in education or you are in um, a government or you are in um, um, the culture or you are in family or you are in entertainment or you are in religion across the mountains. Expect God to show you like he showed Joseph process improvement strategies. That's lesson one. Now, you would expect that the people would immediately jump at this. I mean, it makes so much sense. I mean, the cattle are not yet here. You just have the sheep. Why don't you water them? Why are you gathering all around? It makes it clumsy. We can enhance the productivity of this process, right? I mean, you would expect that the people would jump on the idea. But you see, since the beginning of time, people have been resisting change. So the people say, we cannot roll, we cannot until all the flock are gathered and then they have rolled the stone. Then we water the sheep. Sounds like excuses to me. What they were saying was, even though your idea will reduce backlog, because guess what? We would have watered the sheep before the cattle come. will increase turnaround time because we won't have so many sheep to water. So we would have watered them and we would have gone. And then we will reduce time wasted because we won't have had to stand here and be waiting for the stone to be rolled away. And therefore, ultimately, include, increase the rate of productivity. Although all these benefits are available, although it's a great idea, we have a system. And therefore, we cannot change our system. There was a resistance to change. Lesson two, believer, as you step into the marketplace, the fact that it's a great idea does not mean it will be ex accepted by the existing system at play or status quo. In fact, expect resistance to any novel, novel idea that changes the existing system or processes. Remember, even Jesus didn't fit into the status quo of the system of his time. We will now go to the third point, which was what happened to Jacob. So Jacob could have said, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Since that's the way you guys are doing it, I'll just join the status quo and go with the flow. But no, Jacob doesn't say that. Instead, Jacob goes and does what in verse 10? When he saw the person and a person that was the member of his organization coming in, what did Jacob do? Jacob went near the stone and rolled the stone. Now, that stone could not have been an easy stone to roll. Remember, they said they will come and roll away the stone. They were waiting for somebody to do the hard work. But Jacob said, you know what? Like everybody that has ever created anything novel, anything that changes the structure and the system that is at play, there is a lot of hard work and innovation involved. So for Jacob to have rolled away the stone himself, I imagine that there was some form of creativity involved in there. So he rolled away the stone and watered the flock of Laban. 
Jacobs in, took the initiative and changed the system as it related to his own company. And shall, or shall we say his proposed new place of work and gave Rachel an advantage. Two lessons in that point. One, do not always wait for others to initiate the ideas that God has given you. Sometimes you need to take the risk of starting yourself. Lesson two in that point. Make, remember and note that there is creativity and hard work and innovation in rolling away the stone, in changing the status quo. So expect to have to work hard. Expect to show some innovation, which was exactly what Jacob did. Now, here comes the interesting part for me. I mean, all the former parts are real and they are true to standing out in the marketplace. But then something stood out to me. Something awesome. He says, then it came to pass when Laban heard the report about Jacob. Now, the Bible doesn't say when Laban heard that Jacob was around or when Laban heard that Jacob was his sister's son. No, it says when Laban heard the report about Jacob, which means when Laban heard that what the innovation and the advantage that Jacob had brought to the marketplace, then Laban was eager to embrace Jacob. True or not true? We all know. I mean, as we study along, you start to study Laban. We're going to study Laban. We're going to talk about the spirit of Laban and the kind of person that Laban is, and wow, you will see it play out in the marketplace every single day. But what is, so what makes the competitive marketplace embrace anyone? Laban represents a system of the marketplace, and that system will recognize and embrace anyone that gives it a competitive edge in the marketplace. So if your idea will give your organization a competitive edge in the marketplace. Your organization will definitely embrace you. And it is out of this that the discussion, the first discussion about earning a salary starts to be birthed. And that we'll be looking at next week. Now, let's take a summary of the things that we have learned. Number one. Every believer in the marketplace has an advantage. It is an advantage in the realm of the spirit. It is not a realm of the physical advantage. It is called the intangibles. You carry on you the commonwealth of Israel. You are no longer a stranger to the covenant of promise. Ephesians chapter 3. Therefore, the work of your hands prospers because God has blessed the work of your hands. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 39, another advantage in the realm of the spirit and the Lord was with Joseph and therefore everything that Joseph laid his hands on prospered. Now you couldn't see God physically with Joseph, but Joseph was carrying an unseen support of the almighty God. Every believer in the marketplace is carrying this support and therefore you have an advantage. Now, believers in the marketplace, 
entering a new organization, God will give the grace to be able to observe existing structures of productivity and be able to enhance those structures of productivity. God will also give us the ability to prefer solutions. Expect resistance to change as you bring up noble ideas. Be ready to take the risk of moving alone. Know that it will require hard work and innovation. Know that it is the report of you that opens doors. And that, in fact, as long as the report of you gives your business a competitive edge, those doors will be opened unto you. I hope you have been blessed by the things we have learned from the first chapter or the first 13 verses of the first salary earner in the Bible. Prayer point. Father, we come in the name of Jesus and we ask that we start to walk in the manifestation of the Lord is with. The Lord is with and therefore everything will lay our hands on prospers. We pray that we start to walk in the manifestation of the fact that I am of the we have the commonwealth of Israel and of, are not strangers. The covenant of promise recognizes us in the realm of the spirit. The covenant we have the family of Abraham. We share in the blessings of Abraham now, which means that blessed are the work of our hands. Everywhere we go is blessed. We declare, oh Lord, we ask for an increase in wisdom in the marketplace that you make us providers of solution and increases of productivity. Daddy, we ask that you give us the confidence to stand alone and take risks on the things that you show us to do to change the situation where we are. Let the report of the work of our hands, oh Lord, get to the right ears at the right time and let the difference be seen. This we ask for, that we may be able to showcase you in the marketplace. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. We love you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. My dear sisters, I had a wonderful time. And this prayer point, I will be praying for a long time to come because there are no coincidences in what is put in the Bible. Until next week, when we start to study the, the ability of negotiating for your salary and how it is to walk under an unbeliever or to walk in the Laban system of the marketplace, make sure you study your Bible. Remember that God loves you and have a wonderful time. God bless you.